Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks again to Mike Purcell, who's given us the last hour with Mike at the mic. Ah, uh, some good tunes there, Dan. And if, uh, as ever, trivia that would just blow your mind. <laughs> Absolutely. We had some Beatles, we had the Wizard of Oz, and then we had a lovely tribute to Dublin as well. Yeah, uh, interesting show lined up this evening, Dan. It's uh, it's our Christmas show, uh, Christmas hats all around and Christmas jumpers. Absolutely, we're my Christmas jumper uh, this evening. A um, little bit of a Dan and Derek Christmas special. Yeah, uh, alternative music as well, Dan, um, tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not your standard sort of Christmas tunes. No, no. absolutely. No, no, we've, we've, gone, we've gone for Christmas, but uh, different. Yeah, it might be slightly challenging. A little bit. But uh, I don't mind, really. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, the first one, I think, especially might make people just sit <laughs> up and, and, and listen, uh, hopefully. But, uh, you know, we're going to have a fantastic uh, interview, hopefully, with Neve Dunphy coming up as well. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yourself and Neve um, attended the same uh, concert last week, Dermot Kennedy. So I'm really looking forward to um, getting your uh, getting your views, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the whole sort of uh, how it went um, not just from a music point of view of course uh, you know just from a whole access kind of type thing as well uh, in our wonderfully Covid um, sort of I don't know what would you call it Dan? Environment Yeah uh, environment I like environment environment is good yeah environment is very good actually mm. um, uh, we're going to have uh, some fantastic music from the Killers Eels mm-hmm. uh, They Might Be Giants um, Neve is going to have a fantastic track um, from Zoe Clark. Yes, uh, looking forward to that. But up first, um, I'd like to apologise in advance. We have LCD sound system, and uh, God knows Christmas will break your heart. Well, Dan, that'll do you. Yeah, that's a good opener. It's not. It's, it's definitely not. Uh, something you would immediately think of when you think of Christmas songs, but um, no. But we'll have a couple more coming up later on as well. <laughs> that wouldn't be. Uh, they're not top ten. No, 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 for sure. Shall we say? And I don't need to go and appear on your, uh, you know, your now twenty-one uh, Christmas uh, tunes list on uh, Spotify either. Um, Absolutely not. No, I, I remember we we kind of conducted uh, this type of experiment um, when we were. Um, Doing shows in in college and it was uh, interesting, to say the least. Yes, to say the least, Dan. I think that's, <laughs> that's probably the fair way of putting it. Dan, I just, you know, it's funny, and I think it's something we should have probably uh, looked at um, probably earlier on in probably November, but fundraising, mm, yeah, um, for uh, charities over Christmas and stuff like that, especially the ones with uh, a disability bent um, attached to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had a quick. Google Google of the whole thing um, because sure listen if you can't find it on Google it doesn't exist right uh, that's that's fairly standard stuff um, but not a lot out there um, that I could find uh, right. the, like the Irish Wheelchair Association have nothing going on mm-hmm. um, yes they'll take your money absolutely and we would always advocate that you know people would support uh, charities absolutely. especially 100% yeah, yeah. you know especially now when was the last time you had a role in uh Run and roll. I was going to say roll and ride. Uh, no, run and roll. Uh, that's been that's been over what a year and a half ago, two years ago now. Yeah, for for me personally, the last one I was at. Um, but I think they may have had one. Uh, 
during the during the summer, if not towards the end of the summer. Right, not sure. Haven't didn't hear myself though. But I mean, fundraising mm. is is pretty much dried up. Um, you know, from a kind of a bucket rattling point of view uh, for yes. people outside. Um, but the Irish Deaf Society they have Christmas they have a Christmas giving campaign. Um, they've got Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and have a raffle uh, for three euros with lots of prizes. If you want to go online there too. Um, www.theirishdeafsociety.ie forward slash fundraising forward slash yet again. Um, the Special Olympics, um, specialolympics.ie, uh, ways to give forward slash shop. They've got Christmas cards, but interesting, Dan, they have wedding favours as well. Wedding favours? Oh, I'm interested. Yeah, I suggest you look it up then. Um, but they're also selling T-shirts and polo shirts. Um, it's kind of like, I suppose, the Special Olympics is something that just does not go away. Yeah, it's it's a it's a twelve months of the year kind of type thing. Um, doing mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic uh, um, work. Uh, Down syndrome Ireland. Uh, Down syndrome.ie. They had the Christmas jumper day. Um, obviously it's a bit late now to be organising that. Um, but you know, it things people should maybe probably be looking out for uh, next year. Um, so they have good yeah, stuff on their website sure. as well for e cards. Um, you know, so people might consider that. Uh, for next year. And it's an interesting one because it's not really um, something that you hear about in the media an awful lot with regards to uh, to disability and, and, and fundraising and things like that, but it's just as important. Yeah, it is. You know, uh, you know, money is kind of terribly important. I, mean, I, I, mm. I think we're, we probably might get to... Uh, Situations towards the end of this uh, this hour, and uh, where fundraising is terribly important, or funding of services mm-hmm. becomes mm-hmm. vitally important. Um, and other sort of donations, Dan. Absolutely, um, the Irish Blood Transfusion Service, um, the Vampire ha- Society, <laughs> the Vampire Society. Yeah, um, have issued an appeal for. Um, regular uh, blood donors because of COVID has raised concerns over supplies over the Christmas period. Um, Now, they're particularly asking for O negative, A negative, and B negative uh, blood types. Okay. Um, But yeah, just essentially COVID has um, had a massive impact on um, supply of of blood and then that has a knock-on effect of, of people maybe having to delay their 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 surgeries and things like that so vitally important yeah but I will say as well though Dan that um, I think it's UCD uh, the veterinary clinic mm. and I'd never ever heard of this before and it had never even crossed my mind but they were looking for doggy blood donors yes I did hear that actually Similar to yourself, I, I hadn't heard that one before either. Yeah. Um, um, you know, my, my wife said it to me and I said, Bobby, not a hope in hell. <laughs> There's no way. Because I think they have to go in and be knocked out and sedated and all the rest. Because, like, I mean, they can't just, I suppose, sit there in a little chair and <laughs> yeah, yeah, flex yeah. their arm like everybody else and read a newspaper or, you know, have a chat with the nurse. Kind of, you know, how was your day? Oh, yeah, pretty good. How was yours? Yeah, so, I mean, no, it's not. I mean, this is something we are actually talking about, funnily enough. But... Wow, you know, doggy mm. blood donors. Who knew? Who knew? Like you said, <laughs> who knew? But obviously, it is. I mean, obviously, it is obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's lots of dogs going for surgeries, and you know, obviously, need 
blood and where they're going to get that. They're just not going to go around driving around in their car. Absolutely. You know, looking for roadkill and stuff like that. Speaking of roadkill, Dan, the HSE, been a tough week. Yeah, oh, they've had, they've had uh, an eventful one, yeah. Um, tough would be putting it mildly, I think. Yeah, I've just been polite. Really. Um, they have issued a, uh, an apology after... Um, the release of a review um, following the Brandon report, which looked at incidents involving a resident in um, St. Joseph's Hospital in Stranorler um, for adults with intellectual disabilities. Um, and adults with intellectual disabilities being um, abused. Um and it, it gets quite uh, invasive because it's abuse of a, a, a sexual nature, which is very hard to, very hard to stomach. Um, but uh, HSC Chief Executive uh, Paul Reed came out um, with a statement uh, saying. These events, as we have, uh, as we have seen them, and from the reports have shocking consequences for many people. The facts are very clear. Vulnerable people were sexually abused while in our care. None of us can imagine the impact this has had on the abused and indeed their families. I want to sincerely apologise to those residents and their families. Um, But it's one of those things, apologies only go so far. Yeah, it's a shocker, Dan. Um, mm. You know, I just the, the families involved in this and like the people. It's yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, no, it's it's it 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 does need to be brought up, but yeah. at the same time, it, it's one of those things that you you kind of it needs. To, there's a there's a time and place for um, conversations to be had and actions that come out of those conversations because I think that's the, that's the most important thing here I, I, I would say from, from the family's perspective is they want action from this that would allow it not to happen again and, and care to be improved and, and so on and so forth hmm. Do you know what Dan? I think we'll have a little bit of music and uh, we'll have the killers with Don't Shoot Me Santa Just something a little bit extra Dan Indeed I um, we were saying about alternative Christmas tunes um, at the start of the show I'm actually a fan of that one yeah it's nice I like that one yeah it is actually yeah I mean a lot of kind of a lot of what I have here between sort of we say LCD sound singer uh, system. thank you very much yeah. uh, the killers they might be giants um, smashing pumpkins eels it's all it's a bit uh, alternative oh yeah it is a little actually yeah it is a little alternative actually um, you know but uh, it it's, it's still quite nice mm-hmm yeah, you know, for sure. um, I, I I quite like it actually. Sport, Dan. Although I think COVID has uh, fairly kicked the living daylights out of sport uh, in the last week. You you could say that. Yeah, yeah, match of the day, Saturday night and Sunday night. Nothing going on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, three talking heads trying to make up stuff and I, I, trying to get the best out of an Arsenal match that was just a car crash. I, I was thinking that I was because uh, I I went um, forward in in the TV guide, you know, to kind of look for it, and uh, it had it had it listed like ten twenty to 
1022. 10, 10, 10, 10, yeah. 10, 20 to 10, 50 or something. And I'm kind of going, that's the first... Uh, first time I've seen a bunch of that short, but um, thankfully though, I was able to watch that match and they did beat Leeds four one, so I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, I, I, no, I, I mean I, I, I'm not a fan of Arsenal. I'm not a fan of any soccer team, really. I suppose actually, but mm. they did quite well. And you have to admit, you know, considering where they were at the start of the season. Oh yeah. I mean yeah, they yeah, were yeah. the laughing stock of laughing stocks. Absolutely. Like lost, lost the first. Uh, three games, and then I think we we had a, a stage recently in the league where we went unbeaten in nine. Yeah, um, which is pretty impressive. So yeah, it's quite quite the turnaround. Yeah, um, staying but, with, staying with football actually. But staying with Arsenal, more importantly. Mm-hmm. What's going on there, huh? Oh yes, Mister mm-hmm. uh, Babiak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been a bit of a naughty boy. Has he though? What's he done? Yeah, no, so. Um, Do you know? It was apparently, uh, they're calling it in the club, in inverse commas, a disciplinary breach, right? Um, that could be anything. So, essentially, uh, apparently he um, travelled uh, for personal reasons abroad and didn't come back um, within the allotted time that uh. Arsenal had given him. Um, so he was benched for the Everton game and then uh, has been dropped out of the squad um, altogether since. And uh, there is speculation that he may be uh, moving to Juventus in January. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Oh, that's just <laughs> another one of those. Unusual things, Dan, really, isn't it? It's a bit like Munster. <laughs> right. And Johan van Gran. Yeah, no, I was quite surprised with well, that. Well, you were surprised. I was shocked. And I kind of went, ah, okay, fair enough. You know, he's been he's been with us like since 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. There, thereabouts, you know, and you're kind of going, that's a long time to be away from home and family. And ah, sure. Maybe he wants to go home. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, that's fair enough. You know, you could probably go home and walk into a fairly decent job now in South Africa. I'm sure everything would be grand. But uh, Two feckin' days later, Dan. <laughs> he's going to go manage Bat. Yeah. I was disgusted I was. I, ju- <laughs> I went, you're having a giraffe. <laughs> I've never so let down in my entire life. So you you would rather have him, have him stayed or were you... I think he's doing a fine job. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm with you as well. I was, um, I was quite surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it, it's kind of, and I'm, I'm not saying that he's the reason that we have certain players on the team, but I'm sure, it's, I'm, 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 I'm sure it helped. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. a couple of good South African lads there. Uh, you know, playing for 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 Munster. Mm. But I, World I just Cup winners, like, yeah, but, you, know. you know, hello, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and now you got to go get another manager or a coach or whatever you want to call it, and then it's going to be who's it going to be and all the speculation, and she might be any good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Who, who would you put in in the boxy? Uh, it's not so much who would I put in. I don't know, Dan. See, it's not up to me, and I, I'd hate to pick. I mean, I'd be picking for all the wrong reasons, like. Right, okay. You know, uh, I'd love to see O'Gara there, but it's it's not it's yeah. not it's not his time yet. I don't think. Um, no, no, that that's one thing that has been going around during the week. It was um, the kind of uh, 
was the O'Gara factor, if you want to call it that. Um, and there was kind of discussions of, yes, it'll happen, but should it happen now? Probably not, because they were kind of saying, well, you'd rather him stay in France, where he's currently living and very comfortable with the family and everything, and doing quite well, and solidify that for a longer period of time, and people will be able to go, okay, he has... I'm not saying he hasn't already earned his stripes, but they're kind of solidified and... and yeah, he's a, lot, he's a lot more to do. I mean, I love listening to him. Mm, I'd listen yeah. to him all day, all yeah. day long, as, as a, as a, certainly as a pundit, or somebody who's been interviewed yes, you know, about absolutely. the game. I think he just speaks in a language that I can, that I can understand. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I I haven't yet. I don't know about you, but I haven't yet heard speculation about an appointment. No, it's probably early enough yet. You yeah. Know? Um, um. And you can probably pick any name you want. Yeah. Uh, and throw it into the into the mix, and you know you'd probably get odds in the bookies one way or another. Yeah, probably would. Absolutely. But will Munster and Leinster get to play? Yeah, that's another thing. Um, because they were even talking about that on the news uh, during the week. Well, f- for obvious reasons, because of COVID and everything, but the fact that it was as short notice as it has been, um, you know, uh, people working within Munster Rugby and within Tolmond, you know, having to turn around a, a capacity um, change of that much. And then, of course, people travelling... Um, traveling down and and planning their their kind of Christmas around that that fixture, I think it happened as well. Was it Aston Villa and Leicester over the weekend? Um, it could have been a, a, a different game, but it was it was definitely Villa for sure. Um, and it was uh, called off two hours before kickoff. And there was Irish fans who had, who had travelled over, um, you know, the previous day and had arrived and all that kind of thing and just all for, all for nothing, essentially. Um, so I know uh, Premier League clubs are going to be um, meeting either tomorrow or in, in the next few days to try and sort something out because it's a little bit of a shambles. Uh, just a little bit of a shambles though, Dan, yeah. Um, but sure, you know, you're always welcome down in Limerick. <laughs> you know. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, it, it's a great old town. Um, uh, Rachel Blackmore, actually, Dan. Yes, um, she won RT Sports Person of the Year. Yes, and she also won the BBC's International Sports Person of the Year as well. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, I think, but she was writing, I think, yesterday in Torlison and she legged it over and got caught in Manchester Airport. So I think she had to kind of accept the award over the telephone. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what can you do? Uh, COVID and all of its um, kind of extra little octopus arms that are um, putting pay to plans and everything like that. Yeah. Um, Imagine that though getting caught in the airport. Well, sure. You know, what can you do? Mm, absolutely. Um, Dan, I think, will we play a little bit of music? Indeed. Uh, Neve had given us one. Um, Zoe Clark's um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. 
yes. this is a fundraiser. Um, so I think it's only right and proper that we, uh, Neve, we're going to play this in your honour, and um, mm-hmm. I shall do my homework and work out how to get something mm-hmm. on the telephone. This is Dublin South FM. I am Darren McNicholas. And I am Dan Airy. So we're at 93.9 FM online uh, all over the world, Dan. <laughs> all around the world. Absolutely. Yeah. The time is now 2043. So that's like in old money, that's 17 minutes to nine. The weather is currently. Uh, I look the window. Very cold. It's not that bad. It's mild. Well, okay, I well, don't know. Cold. It's warm enough in here anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah. I think um, that sure, sure that can't be bad, really. That 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 compensates for sure. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Put on the fan there, Dan, if you want to be cold. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, but I I I think we mentioned uh, before we came on air uh, the Christmas jumpers. It was like you said in their name, quite warm. <laughs> yeah, there's a clue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's a lot to be said for wearing jumpers indoor. But anyway, uh, yeah, Dan, we're back to kicking the HSE. I mean, sorry, we're back to the HSE again. <laughs> um, as they rumble from one sort of disaster to another. Yeah, um, so we were mentioning the HSE earlier on. Uh, it just gets worse, as you're saying. Um, so this is uh, an article from Mark Hilliard in the Irish Times. Um the headline reads, call for HSE to explain thousands of young people with disabilities on waiting lists. Um, so he says, the HSE should publicly account for thousands of young people with disabilities who are languishing on assessment waiting lists despite measures being introduced to reduce the numbers, uh, the Ombudsman for Children has said. Uh, so Dr. Niall, Mun- Dr. Niall Mul- Muldoon, apologies, said almost 4,000 children were currently awaiting an assessment of need, even though through uh, a revised... Sorry, yeah, through a revised standard operation procedure and other measures were brought in. So, um, and he's essentially saying assessment of needs delays are not a COVID problem, which they're not. No, surprise, surprise, ding, ding. Um, and I have kind of through conversations with the HSE in the last number of uh, weeks um, heard that as a kind of uh, I don't want to say an excuse but as a reason um, for you know not getting things done um, when you got a situation like this that that predates COVID. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not good enough. I know, but then they're going to use COVID, to, you know, cover everything and just go, eh, yeah, COVID related, uh, you know, mm. or just Christmas related, kind of, you know. Yeah, we're closing um, we're closing the office now. Thanks very much. Yes, it's close for Christmas, or so we're not going to do anything, or we're just not going to bother. On the wind down. Yeah, yeah on the wind down. Abs- absolutely, on the wind down. Then the wind down. <laughs> the w- indeed, <laughs> indeed. Absolutely, um, but yeah, no. I I was essentially, I I was reading this, um, and I couldn't help but see the the similarities, um, between between these kids and and my own situation, albeit different. But I'm waiting to essentially 
get funding and and get assessed, and I've I've sent in different documents, and you're still not, you know, still not getting anywhere. So it's um. Yeah, I know. We're going to ramble in there now, Dan, to 2022. Mm. And it's just going to be a, a sort of... I, I just... Well, I can imagine it's going to be a drag again. Mm. You know, and getting stuck into people and trying to find the right people to talk to and have the sim- similar conversations all over again. And sure, you know, pretty soon it'll be St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. sure, you know. We'll have to be bank holidays all over the place. And sure, we can't do anything mm. before then. No. No, you know, and then it'll be back around again. But I, well, I kind of, I know, I, I honestly hope it's going to be better. Yeah, I, uh, I, I suppose for the for the sake of my own sanity, I could have to. Well, I suppose it's for the sake of your own sanity, Dan. But you know, I, I would much rather see you being out there and doing the things that you're trained to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the things that you want to do and making a difference, mm. um, rather absolutely. than kind of having to stand up and. Oh, no, I was stand up in a soapbox. Come on, Darry, you're so insensitive. So <laughs> uh, drive your wheelchair. Yeah, you drive your wheelchair up in a ramp um, <laughs> and start to bang a drum because yeah. you know that's what it's all about. And we did have the conversation earlier on off air about disability and advocacy. Mm. And mm-hmm. is everybody with a disability an advocate? Uh, yes, they are. Okay, up to a certain point until they get what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, and it, it's something we we've mentioned before that it's kind of not everybody has to be. No, it's uh, not. But not everybody wants to. Again, we said it before. Not everybody wants to work. Not everybody wants to. Yeah. Uh, but sure, you know, in the able-bodied community as well, Dad. You know, <laughs> you've got people who just aren't interested. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. kind of go, oh yeah, that's terrible. Water charges, yeah, that's terrible. You know, or whatever. They're just not interested in. Standing up for injustice or complaining you know. for the sake of complaining almost. Um yeah. I, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did I call him Wingers earlier? You did. I did call him Wingers earlier. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you Dan. did. That's Dan calling me out here uh, live on the radio. Well you did ask. So I had uh, to go I know, I know, no, yeah. no, I know. It, it's true. Dan, I want to play a little bit of music actually. I I, I quite like it. Absolutely. Um trouble with, with, with Christmas songs and naturally is that you can only really play them over the Christmas period so it's not necessarily uh, unless you're that way inclined I wouldn't really be uh, in terms of making a particular Christmas playlist but I, I may do yeah well you know I think it's uh, yeah there's a lot to be said for Christmas playlists and, and Christmas that's why they're called Christmas playlists <laughs> yeah, they should sure. be played at Christmas, not Easter or St Patrick's Day or uh, any of those other times. Yeah, no, but uh, they, 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 there's been a couple tonight that uh, you've you've um, educated me on, Darren. Sure. Well, that's okay. That's no problem. I was quite impressed with the Killers actually myself, and don't shoot me, Santa. Um, yeah, because there are there are other tunes out there, mm. you know, that aren't just comic or um, you know some comedian coming out with, uh, yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So, Dan, what's Christmas like in the airy household? What's Christmas? Well, this year, I, I suppose it's all a bit kind of up in the air. Uh, well, I suppose for everybody because of um, of COVID and everything. Uh, I think for ourselves, it's going to be relatively low-key. Um, and as, as far as I'm aware, just ourselves. Um 
an old Grace, uh, last year, Grace, my sister. Hi, Grace, if you're listening. Um, she made us a lovely nut roast um, as an alternative to the turkey. Hold on a second, Dan. Um, There's no alternative to turkey. I know what well, you'd you think. Um, no, I know. But, uh, yeah, no, we we just went for something a little bit different uh, last year, and it was very nice. And when did you have the turkey? Um, I, I'm trying to think back. Did we... I think we may have had ham, possibly. But did we have right. turkey? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, not happening uh, for me, Dan. Um, Christmas is turkey. That's it. Yeah. Believe me, Brussels sprouts. I don't eat them, but there'll be Brussels sprouts on the table. Um, <laughs> you know, I cook them. I cook them with great care. Uh, but no, it has to be turkey and ham. Mm. You know, anyone says, oh, I'd like a bit of beef. Jog on. <laughs> I'd like some turkey. Follow your man out the door. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's not. It's 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 turkey and ham, Dan. Yes, thanks very much. And there has to be some leftover for the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there has the, to be sandwiches. There, there's got to be what, like a week after the Christmas period of of people taking turkey sandwiches. And yeah, pretty much. At least, I'd yeah. Say. Turkey, ham, bit of stuffing in the middle of it, cranberry sauce on top. So how how are you fixed at uh, your end for, for, for Christmas? Yeah, well the plan is obviously within COVID guidelines, uh, in yeah. inverted commas. Yeah, we're gonna have um we're gonna have family over. Um we're cooking this year because we take turns. Mm. Um but like that, uh there has to be turkey and ham mm-hmm. for everybody going home with them as well, because they have to have their own yeah, because if you don't cook your own turkey and ham uh and you're in somebody else's house. You don't, you don't have any turkey and ham for the next day for your own sandwiches because you have to. Have, <laughs> it's just you have to have sandwiches the next day with turkey and ham. So yeah. we got you have, you have to cook Absolutely. enough, and the person is walking out the door with turkey and ham and tin foil under the arm. Mm. You know, possibly some leftover desserts. Uh, we've been having a bit of a, I wouldn't say a debate over, um, you know, what exactly we're going to be cooking. Right. Well, obviously it's turkey and ham. I just banged on about that. But starters and starters and desserts, yeah. Right. Okay. I think we're back to uh, chicken liver pate. I make a mean chicken liver pate. Uh, I think that we're going to be going with that and possibly a Toblerone cheesecake rolls. Oh, lovely stuff. And um, uh, one of those chocolate biscuit cakes that looks like a pudding. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Excellent. So we'll be looking at all this stuff probably still sitting in the fridge in a, a week after Christmas. Um, and if we go back to, I, I suppose, uh, pre-COVID times, um, w- would you have like a, a particular tradition kind of year on year in that you, you go to particular sides of the family or? No, we just swap over. That's it. Every other yeah. year. Um, Similar to ourselves. That's kind of pretty much it. Dan, I don't know. The whole hour just seems to have disappeared. Mm. Um, time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when actually when you're having fun and you don't know what you're doing. Um, you know, but that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I just want to wish everybody a happy Christmas. Absolutely, Merry Christmas. We will see you again on the twenty seventh. All going next week. All going well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to play you out tonight with um, eels, and everything's going to be cool this Christmas.